0: This is Paul Dorsey, Brighton fan. You're listening to the Drunkard United Football Show. Arsenal fans need not apply.
1: Man, this weekend must have stung a little, huh, Sammy? A little bit. Uh, How was Arsenal TV uh, this weekend? Was Uh, it
2: entertaining? I didn't watch any of it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. It was a very depressing place.
1: Oh, that's right, because you and Rob are Arsenal TV on our Drunkard United (laughs) Facebook page. That's for damn sure. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get it right out of the way right off the bat. So let's start the show.
3: Louie, Maryland, bred to be a fan of fucking Everton, Punch you in the eye, and drink your rye, Sam Houston,
4: Sam Houston,
3: why fans have another Sam, Ray K.A., the fucking Gooner Graham, the stuff of my lord, look straight and short, Sam Graham. Sam Graham, United! United!
1: United! Hello and welcome to the Drunker United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way, a man who just needs a hug. Sam, Sam Graham. Graham. Just need a nap. <laughs> fuck's sake. How you doing there, Grammy? Uh, pretty good. How are you? Uh, other than coughing like crazy tonight, doing pretty well. Awesome. awesome. I just like cough again. <laughs> uh, we're recording at Studio H, just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is
2: many ways that you can. So, Sammy, why don't you tell the good people how they can get in touch? Absolutely. On all the social medias, we are at DU Football Show, and then you can get in touch via email at show at gmail.com. Um, also, something, a bit of a uh, editing note as well.
1: Apparently now in Facebook groups... Um, like if you like the DU football show, you don't just automatically get an invite anymore. So nice. look for our closed group, which is Drunkard United FC. Yep, and ask to join. You'll be asked a few questions. What you have to realize is in that group, all we're going to do is talk shit.
4: Yeah, so. it's it's Facebook bullshit, and I can't invite people from the page anymore either. <laughs>
2: That's annoying. Yeah, it's yeah,
4: super annoying. Facebook's put a lot of new restrictions on groups. Good. Um, some Technically groups, good. <laughs> some groups that are having uh, spamming problems and false news problems. Facebook has instilled a thing that if you have too many, like... Unqualified posts is how they phrase it. Then they can make it so admins have to approve every post.
1: Our shit is definitely not qualified because we're a bunch of fucking now, dumbasses. Well, there's nobody
4: making complaints and, That's you know, true. sending in stuff because our group's super freaking cool. Yeah, it's a lot easy. Of, a Don't lot of pages have
2: the admins... That's not the rule. Number, rule number one. Oh, my balls.
4: Right. What's rule number two? Dope. My balls. Dvac. And rule number three. D-B-A-C.
1: It's pretty easy. So if you want to uh, have a fun place to talk a load of shit, feel free. Yeah. And uh, hope you guys uh, hunt us down and join into the fun. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So is the red-blooded Americans we are. We will have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Uh, Daddy- yeah. Uh, found a few of the, uh, a few more of the top twenty from twenty nineteen that. Uh we we still need to drink, so we're drinking one tonight. What well, we got, Sam?
2: Daddy found it. You found him. I paid for the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Try to take credit for that. Uh, uh, <laughs> let us scoreboard last year's top twenty. There, killer. Uh, four Roses Small Batch Select is what we have this time. It comes in at one hundred and four proof. Uh, this was with Whiskey Advocates uh, twenty nineteen number three mm-hmm. uh, on their list of the top twenty. Uh, this ran me between seventy nine ninety nine and eighty four ninety nine a bottle. Um, it is. Bloody lovely. Uh, by the way, um, <coughs> Blanton's last week proclaiming
1: that single barrel was the best bourbon in the world. Um, this is better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we we both collectively agreed that the Doers 21, we both felt was better than the uh, Dickel 12-year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that this is better than the Dickel as well.
2: Yeah, I would, I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. I mean, um, Dickel wasn't bad. It was good. I, I just don't know if it was worthy of number one, in my opinion. A lot of caramel up front and finishes with a really nice vanilla uh, undertone. It's, it's big. excellent. Yeah. It's a really big. This is a really really big bourbon. Mm-hmm. It's a little hot, but it's good. It lets you know
1: you're drinking whiskey, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah. So over the course of the year, we found I found two more of the uh, of the top twenty. So we're only missing three. One we're never going to find unless it comes to the United States was which was the, uh, um um, ad um the Adamans Adamans well. I thought it was Adnams, like A-D-N-A-M-S, something like that. It's But Adamams, well, I, I just was confused. By I don't his know. We spider. were
2: asking for Adamans. Maybe that's yeah. why we couldn't find the fucking film. <laughs>
1: oh, they knew what we were asking for. They, But yeah, we couldn't find it in England while we were there. Yeah. Uh, there's a Woodford Master Collection and uh, the Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond, which I hear the Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond is damn near close to impossible to find. Right. So we'll probably be minus on that. But good news. Whiskey Advocate just listed their uh, top 20 for 2020. For 2020. And we have eight of them already. Yeah. Because you and I have a problem. Yeah. We have a problem. Pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we we have a problem. Yes, we so, do. So we'll be reviewing all of those on the show as well. So Yeah,
2: at some point or another. We'll get yeah. through them all. Yeah. Well, it's whiskey. Who doesn't like to drink whiskey, right? right. We do not like to talk about whiskey?
1: Oh, no. God, no. Never. So what's some other things you always want to do, Sam? Uh, you want to drink
2: responsibly and uh, find out later who the newest cunt is. Her. Uh, in our <laughs> cunt of the week. <laughs>
4: Heard. Cunt alert. Cunt alert. Cunt <laughs> alert.
1: Have a
2: good show, guys.
1: All right. Time to tear the Band-Aid right off. North London Derby. Spurs playing like some wild animals, Sam. No offense to animals, though. If you watch the Jose Presser, you'd know what I was talking about.
2: Uh, I was ranting too much. I quit. I turned the TV off. Didn't give a fuck. Spurs 2, Arsenal 0. Um, would you like to talk about
1: Arsenal first or talk about Spurs first, Sam? I mean,
2: there isn't much to talk about Spurs. They executed a perfect game plan. They soaked up all of the pressure and hit us on two counterattacks. Yep. They had one more shot on target than we did. While only having 30.8% possession. It was insane. Yep. It was absolutely pitiful from us. Toothless, spineless, gutless. Uh, Hate it. But there really isn't that much to talk about Spurs. They defended resolutely, and, and that that was it. They got their two goals. A worldie from Son. Yeah. And then a real puss move by, uh, by Thomas Partey for the second.
1: Yeah.
2: How... Why don't you just lay down in the middle of the field? Not even. Why are you walking off? I, for free, mm-hmm. actually, I've paid to play soccer where I've gotten hurt, and I've hobbled back into the middle and just shouted instructions. Right. Just tried to get in the way of whatever I could. Take the a, play well, was if, actively it, happening your, on the field, and he walks over and stands next to Mikel Arteta, thus creating a four-on-two. Now, granted, he's not... He's injured. Well, Fine. if you're, he if can't you're going do out, much. grab
1: a guy by the jersey, take a yellow card. You're getting subbed out anyways. because Exactly. Hurt. Stop the play. Just what are you doing? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. That 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 was a bit of a head scratcher.
2: It's it's disgraceful. Yeah. It's not even a fucking head scratcher. What you don't give a fuck. You obviously don't give a fuck. Right. You left your team on the field on the field by themselves to fend for themselves. And this is the new signing.
1: This is just, the one that's right. supposed to the, help fix everything.
2: You hobble back and communicate. Hobble back and you know, hell, look, make the run there. This that like you said, take someone down. Just grab a jersey. Yeah, just grab a jersey. Take the Pull yellow. Bear huggers. Yep. Yeah, do take, something. Yeah, don't hurt a
1: guy, but you know, just take a take a fucking yellow man. You don't just take walk off the field yellow.
2: while the fucking game's happening. It's absolutely atrocious. But we were toothless. We 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 you know didn't create much. The the couple of shots on target were tame at best. Um and it just it just perfectly sums up where we are at the moment. So Kane Kane and Son again
1: like this is becoming repetitive every week Kane and Son score and yep. every week it's normally the one assisting the other. We we talked a, a bit about Kane last week but I think it's now eight goals and 10
2: assists so far this season. Yep. I I mean he is he's now also the all-time leading scorer in the North London Derby. Yep. Yep. Yes, 11 he goals.
1: The other, the other. Well, it's nice that he passed Obama Yang. I mean, not Obama Yang. Um, um, Atabaior. Yeah, that, because Atabaior, because <laughs> played for both teams, which is yeah. kind of fucking wrong. Yeah. Like you, sh- like no, you just never play for them. You could go play for whoever else you want, but never them. Like yeah. you know. It's uh, it's it's like once you're a spur, you never play for the Gunners, and once right, you're a Gunner, you Cam, never play for That's why Sol Campbell
2: hurt them so much, and, you know, and he left on a free. I remember, yeah. back, way way back when. Yeah. but it it was it was atrocious. I just spent the whole afternoon pissed off.
1: So along with the you know the what sixty plus possession <laughs> rate, didn't you have like
2: double digits and corners and fucking? Yeah, so, i'll read you off a couple stats uh arteta said in his uh post game that we had a 54 crosses i heard somebody else today a, a pundit on um on talk sport uh said that we had 44 crosses so mm-hmm. either way there's a lot of fucking crosses problem is we have literally no aerial threat yeah it was to no play one. at all yeah. all of
1: it was to no one well hey.
2: none of them are any good at heading the ball right. that's my problem why are we playing the ball in the air through the middle against Vertonghen and, uh, or um, Alderweireld, I mean. Yeah. And we have no, Abameyang? He, yeah. He's our aerial threat? Come on. No, It's no. It's atrocious. Well, he
1: was sneaking a lot outside the box again, trying to look for the ball and not really right. probing
2: or putting so, himself
1: into positions. We
2: had nine corners to their three. They had three <laughs> shots to our 2 uh, And like I said, we had over, I think it was 70.2% possession to their 29.8. I think it was. Uh, I am I know what I'm about to say is going to hurt, um,
1: but it's the truth. That was an utter and complete dominance of Spurs on Arsenal. Arsenal had good possession. They controlled the ball a lot. It was never anything of substance. No. Never. It was
2: bullshit. It was Lurice, absolute Lurice bullshit.
1: Lloris made one really good save.
2: Yeah. It's, it's abysmal. It's absolutely abysmal. This is the lowest position we've been in since yeah. 1993 yeah, uh, and that was uh, <sighs> that was after one game and we had shit the bed with goal difference so we were dead last uh, in the Premier League that season um, so, that, that for right. that's the lowest we've been period but this is the worst start we've had in our history
1: and December is coming up, and it's going to be fast and furious, and it's going yep. to be a ton of fucking games. That doesn't make it any easier. We, just, I'm sure. we can't
2: score goals. You know, what I thought maybe we would have some confidence after that Europa League game and all that kind of stuff, yeah. where we put five or a four or five pass Rapid Vienna, and it just did not translate to the rest of the team. Yeah, it just it did not do anything for us at all, whatsoever. We 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 look a shell of ourselves.
1: So last week, no
2: blame on Arteta. This week, I'm starting to think that it might be him. Because if we're if we're grinding out results and we're scoring a goal or two here or there and getting one nil no wins and fine, the results are what matters. I, I can live with that. We were so shit defensively before that I'm okay with that. Right. But we were at least scoring goals, right? And then he comes in wants to play organized and this that and the other. Great. Okay, let's do that then. And it started off that way. It's what won us the FA Cup. It what's start you know the Community Shield. It started right. us off the season pretty well. Right. And then now we're not even doing that. And we're not scoring goals. Yeah. So something here has to fucking give, and I it's 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 the tactics. I you know is it, part of it. You have to change something up. We've seen his substitutions directly affect games. They're not doing that anymore. So he's got to be under some sort of pressure. You know, I, I'd have to think he has to be under some sort of pressure because this is it, this is absolutely fucking ridiculous. So let's say
1: his losses to Villa, loss uh, draw to leads that. Fortunately, wasn't a loss, but very well could have been. Yep. Lost to Wolves, lost to uh, Spurs. Here, yeah. I, I it, it, and here's the question: Is who is going to score the goals? I'm not
2: sure anyone's going to score goals for you right now. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. I, I literally have no idea what the fuck is happening. Aba seems to be hiding
1: from the game. Mm-hmm. He's going wide, and he's just staying outside wide. He's not even driving at goal. It's like he goes wide. And he just passes the ball back off. He's not even trying to get himself around the net.
2: No, there's I, there's something stinks here. And I don't know what it is, but they're not playing for Mikel Arteta. They don't look like a team out there either. For all the good work and shit that they did on Thursday that looked great, they don't look like a team currently in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they, they And it's summed up you know, by Thomas Partey walking off in the middle of the fucking game. So now, really, the big the
1: big test for Spurs is going to be the 16th playing Liverpool. This, this is their, each test so far, they're responding and they're answering. You know, they, right. they beat City, they beat you, now it's
2: Liverpool. Do you think that this team can do it? Yeah, I absolutely think they can do it. Yeah. Which is really sad, and it pains me to say, and I don't like it. All right. well, then why it makes you? me makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: why don't you do something else that makes you very uncomfortable? Take that shot of Malort, my good man.
2: <sighs> Here we go. To the arsenal. You fucked me again. Well done. I'm drinking really good bourbon. Oh, that's a lovely face.
1: Oh man. Oh. Ooh. There's some there's some coughing and some verpin in there.
4: Woo.
2: Mm. Okay, go. Come on.
1: Oh, God. I just wanted to see how that all rounded out there. I just was... I was enjoying that. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) So, with a league full of, quote, parody... Uh, the top of the table is starting to look like it normally does, doesn't no. it? No,
0: there's no. one glaring absence.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. And, and and currently, obviously, with Southampton's win today, they're they're in the uh, they're in the top five. But it's it's all the big clubs are up there. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about them. Liverpool four, Wolverhampton nil, Chelsea three, Leeds one, Man U three, West Ham one, Leicester City two, Sheffield
2: one, City two, Fulham
1: nil. Another great statement game from
2: Liverpool. Yeah. Um, Wolves didn't play poorly at all, in my opinion. Oh, they opened very bright. They I think really opened brightly. Football just happened to them here. They were really <laughs> reactive. I don't, Like I said, I don't think they played poorly, but they were really reactive. Liverpool took the game by the scruff of the neck and played some fantastic stuff. 61% possession uh, for Liverpool. 11 <laughs> shots, 6 on target. To Wolves having 9 shots with 3 on target. So they were right in and amongst it, according to the stats, right? Yep. Uh, Ma, uh, Mane Sala and Diego Jota were all were all fit. We're all running around, yep. and Raúl Jiménez is a very obvious miss for them. Yeah, there was I, nobody really getting on the end of things. And you, I worry for Wolves that <laughs> that if you know Podence can't step up, or that young kid that they bought the eighteen year old, if he can't Silva. step up, Silva, yeah, Pedro Neto seems to cause problems, or Dama Traore causes problems, but they're not the guys that are on the end of things. Yeah, that's all Raúl Jiménez. And without him, you worry for them. I don't know where their goals are going to come from on a consistent basis.
1: Yeah, that's, that's safe to say. I think that I I don't want to overthink uh, Nino's uh, lineup, but I think that he should have had Nieto in the middle and Potence on the outside, right. not Potence in the middle. Uh, Potence is pretty small. It's, or have it, it I mean? You can, but you also
2: can have them switch. Pedro yeah. Neto is very fast as well. Yeah. But they need to rotate and move to help confuse the defense. I feel like Neto's probably better on the ball and probably better back to goal
1: than probably I think Pot- Potence that. is more of that run on to it kind of guy. So yeah. let him run on to it is my, my general impression. It. I don't disagree with that. Um, Alexander Arnold gets subbed in for for Liverpool. That's. Huge. Yep. That he's now, back. Absolutely. Now suddenly that back line, it's it's Robertson, it's Alexander Arnold, it's Mateep who can start and has started quite a bit for them. And you don't feel bad at all about putting Fabinho back there, not one bit. No,
2: and that that uh the Irish lad, the goalkeeper, did very well. <laughs> uh yeah, I think we've seen the end of Adrian. Yeah. I, think, he's, I think Adrian's done. Yeah, he's gonna uh uh go uh Hang out with Loris Laura, uh, <laughs> Carius. Yeah. 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 He's, 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 he's finito. No um, doubt about it. But yeah, it, it was not a full strength backline even still. And Wolves just didn't take their opportunity. Right. Yeah, and all of the goals were decent, in my opinion, except for the first one, because it was a direct <laughs> result of Connor Cody fucking up. Right.
1: Which, which in defense for Cody, that's a rarity. He tends right. to be very stout back mm-hmm. there. I think he was probably a little confused by the four back system. He very much it likes to be three. the center back yeah. in the three.
2: The other issue is uh, he started his career at Liverpool.
1: Oh, so he fucked off. So yep. uh, his Liverpool. He is as scouse
2: as could be. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> yeah. And just took it off the chest. Normally, a good controller of the ball has a great first touch, very composed. Just let it kind of run off his chest, and Mo Salah uh, snipped in behind and got to it before he did. Just yep. did not have a good trap. That's all. No. And uh, and Salah made him pay, and and that's what's going to happen. I said that Wolves didn't play poorly in this game. They just got fucked up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's- Is what happens.
2: Liverpool were on it that day. That's it. There's <laughs> nothing you can really do about it. You have those four guys that
1: you can now use in any combination of three up top. Yep. Is really fucking dangerous. Absolutely. Um, I know we had gotten a question a few a few weeks back about you know um, would you take you know Tottenham with Son uh, Barry uh, Son Gareth Bale and uh, Harry Kane would you take the three up top slash four up top for Liverpool or would you take the three for Everton? Uh, I would say. Probably the 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 four for Liverpool because they're just interchangeable. Like yeah. the, the beauty of Jota is you can put him anywhere. He can play anywhere across of, that front line. He can Absolutely, play all three of those positions. Uh-huh. Although I will say, for Spurs, it doesn't even matter who the third fucking guy is because the two of them
2: between Kane By and Son are, yeah.
1: are fucking vicious right now. Now
2: what? You remember the old Joga uh, Benito commercials with Eric Cantona? <clears throat> Yes. I feel like Liverpool should be why not one one eight <laughs> And just fucking throw everybody up there. <laughs> throw Fuck everybody it. up yeah. top. Just. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's fit. Uh, Jernan Shaqiri's fit. You got Jota, Firmino. They just beat everybody 7-3. Yeah.
1: Who cares? Uh, and now that the season's starting to really take form, there's no reason not to think that this team cannot repeat. No. They can um, certainly repeat. No,
2: they're, but they are going to have questions asked of them because there's other teams, Chelsea and Spurs in particular, that are Mm -hmm. very, very good. And they're going to put Liverpool under pressure and not having Virgil van Dijk, the one player that really put them over the edge of being a world-class, consistent Mm -hmm. team, is, uh, is obviously unavailable. So they... And then... Not having their starting goalkeeper as well, so you're going to have there are going to be questions asked of Liverpool and shit like what happened last weekend against Brighton. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff is what's going to peg them back, right? Um, and if they if they don't pick up those points where they're supposed to, if they don't pick up those wins that are supposed to be wins, um, you're going to see Chelsea and Tottenham hanging around. And as much as it pains to say both, for me to say, I'm sorry, both of those have uh equal chance of winning the title this season
1: and i mean we'll get into them in a few moments but don't look past city and united now because both of them have a game in hand which are against fuck united which are against (laughs) well yeah i i'm not sold on united but by points they go and beat burnley they're one point out of they're one point behind all the guys at the top correct i mean that's true city gets a win against villa they're now two points behind everybody at the top so suddenly that it gets real tight real fucking quick when yeah. those games in hand come into play
2: absolutely um but you also have um <laughs> what the rest of the league needs to worry about is paul pogba uh we're nearing the transfer window so it's time for him to play well right uh, and which is what we saw against west ham
1: <laughs> right yeah exactly
2: <laughs> he showed up because he wants to move again let's go ahead and talk about that one first and then we'll talk about uh chelsea Leeds.
1: um that first goal shouldn't have been a goal for, for uh, Man United, that no. ball was out of bounds. Yeah. Their first oh, goal. West Ham's first goal was definitely a goal. It was, was good. A, yeah, was that a was a good fine. goal. They played very well and it was very deserved and they completely dominated him in the first half. Unfortunately, for some reason, I don't, I can't imagine Ole says anything mean at halftime. I can't imagine Ole says anything mean ever. So, like, <laughs> but for some reason, two games now at halftime, apparently. Click. It all starts working. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, Pogba's goal should not have been a goal. That ball was out of bounds. You're absolutely, that ball Henderson kicked yeah. down the line was clear out of bounds.
2: You're absolutely right. <laughs> West Ham were the better team through those opening stages altogether. But after United leveled finally in that second half, like you said, that second half was completely Manchester United. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, West Ham didn't offer anything going forward whatsoever. Um, and United took their chances, like you said. you know, Got a little lucky with that first one, but they did score two others. And um and I think would have would have won this game anyway, even if they didn't have that little bit of luck, right? Uh, with with that Pogba goal, and his shot it was a good shot. Oh, I mean, it was a great the, shot. Yeah, it was just the 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 pass from <laughs> Dean Henderson out of the back that went up the wing was out of bounds, as you say, by a, a solid. Yard <laughs> Moyes after the game said the ball was over top of his head. He yeah. was in the coach's box. He was sitting in one of those fancy chairs.
1: How how did you miss that? <laughs> how do you miss like? And the linesman is looking at the ball coming right at him. So right, like, yeah. How it's how do you miss that linesman? It's very strange. How do you? Fucking how does
2: the fourth that? official not see it and say something to the referee? How yeah,
1: there was, it, that was that was very. It's poor. absolutely
2: ridiculous. Uh, and um, also,
1: um, isn't that exactly what VAR should be for? For a clear and obvious error. Last, that's a clear, that non call is a clear and obvious error. Well, absolutely. And, and then you're looking at the goal the to, whole uh, play. to assure that the goal right. is. Uh, we saw them last year go all the way down the field and 40 seconds and take back a fucking goal because of an offside. Right. Like with that Bournemouth, that Bournemouth reversal, Correct. which could have ultimately been what sent Bournemouth down because they only went down by a few points. Right. You
2: can't take a second to look and make sure that that ball stayed fucking in bounds. Well, they're supposed to. And <laughs> excuse me. In my opinion, it's the same phase of play, right? Because yep. that the Manchester United never lost possession uh, until the ball was in the back of the net. That long ball from Henderson went to Fernandez.
1: Fernandez got the ball in, and then the ball was tapped out to uh, to Pogba for
2: the goal. So it's there the was same four fa- touches. It's the same phase of play, yeah. in my opinion. It should have been looked at, and they fucked it. They yeah. absolutely fucked it. Yeah, it was very but poor. It, it's 2020, dude. No one is responsible for doing their own jobs or taking responsibility for their actions, and it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. We should just come to expect this, that the people <laughs> in charge don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. and the only people that suffer are us. It's, it's, fucking, very, it's quite obvious. Fucking Dominion Systems, man. It's fucking
1: Dominion voting systems. It's all their <laughs> fault, man. They 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 they, they clearly operate uh, the VAR uh cameras yeah. and everything. Hundred percent. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely it. Now all we need is a really floozy drunk uh blonde lady to start screaming in court and we'll be all set. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um like to see that during the the next like Amanda Stavely or somebody during the uh during like a disciplinary hearing. Yeah.
3: You don't know. <laughs> you don't know.
1: Uh, that's funny as fuck. Uh, leads, as always, quick early lead. They love to do that, to, to especially the big clubs, punch them in the face early.
2: Yeah. Uh, Patrick Bamford, who was on Chelsea's books uh, mm-hmm. back in the day. Yep. Um, but it, this who, is actually. Who a, hasn't been on Chelsea's books back in the day? That's true. Uh, this is a very uh, intense and less spoken about rivalry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, yeah, it's a big uh, one. Yeah, it started in the 60s and 70s. Both teams were uh, on the rise, contesting for domestic and European titles. Uh, and it all came to light in the 1970 FA Cup Final, which was a particularly physical game even for those times. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that, as it tends to do, especially during the 80s, spilled over into the stands, uh, where two of the biggest and hardest firms in the country had a number of, of bouts. Yes. Um, that would be the uh, headhunters from Chelsea and the service crew uh, from Leeds, also the perceived difference in the cities, right. Yorkshire, Leeds, gritty, working class, oh. blah blah blah. London, Chelsea in particular, Kensington is is very posh, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, and that. Um, so that also fueled those fans' uh, uh, rivalries, and this game delivered. Oh, it's a fabulous! game. Uh, they were. They were intense. Both teams. It was end to end stuff. Um, after Pulisic scored at the end. That they, they don't it this was a two to one match. Yeah. You know. But after uh after Chelsea uh equalized, you could see a little bit the Leeds players' body language kind of shift. Yeah. And uh and Chelsea took that opportunity <laughs> and stayed on top the rest of the game, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot coming forward. I mean, Leeds played some decent football. And there were some chances, but it looked the 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 first ten fifteen minutes looked completely different from the last I'd say forty right you know Chelsea were were noticeably on top playing some good football and uh and and got the win here it was it was excellent stuff from Frank Lampard's team um and I think as we already discussed they are proper title contenders this season yeah a
1: uh, fucking Giroud they,
2: they're set up Giroud is on fire right now that man is scoring everywhere a perfect haul uh in the Champions League midweek yeah um so. Left foot, right foot header. He had a perfect hat trick. Mm-hmm. Well, how can you make that better, right? Also scored from the penalty spot. <laughs> yep, exactly. A perfect haul uh, for him midweek, and he got the opener for Chelsea uh, that equalized. Yeah. So good on him. I, we should have never let him go. I, I've been saying that since the day left. <laughs> oh, you could have definitely used him uh, right yep, now. Yeah, definitely. Right now, could've. you could use him right now. Yep.
1: Him and that big, beautiful, meaty forehead getting on balls, putting in headers for you. Yep, that would have been nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Except for you lost to Spurs, so we're just gonna keep on talking. <sighs> <Yep. laughs> so the next one, then we've had uh, Leicester beating Sheffield. Sheffield actually showed some gumption. They showed like yeah. they gave a fuck. They really
2: did. They. They. What was it? Two minutes or something after uh, after Leicester took the lead, Sheffield um, equalized. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, it was it was very funny. Uh, that Yuri Tillemans was trying to mark big Ollie McBurney. Yeah, let's have the um, littlest <laughs> guy on the field. Mark the biggest guy on the field. Mark the ox. Stupid. <laughs> uh fucking stupid. But yeah, uh you know, that was the only thing funny about it. I mean McBurney looked like he was trying to, you know, get through to you know, get the guy that kidnapped his kid the determination <clears throat> on his face. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh it was he was angry <laughs> yeah. and attacked that header as such. And you know, good on him. But I don't understand why Reed Brewster's not playing. I'm sure you probably had that question. There. Mm-hmm. He's got to start. He's he has got to, to start. start. It, it makes no sense to me whatsoever because it's not like the forwards on the field are doing anything to keep themselves in the team. You know, it's it's not like right. For instance, say McBurney's goal was his first goal this season. Right, but why is he starting over Reed Brewster when you spent that much money on the kid? Right, and and you clearly need a change in the system. Yeah, something
1: system done been figured out.
2: Yeah, something's got to give here. Oh. Um, the efforts there, and and that's we, we oftentimes talk about it the other way around, where teams are quite talented and lack the necessary desire to do the job, Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But both things are necessary. You you have to have some talent and you have to have some determination. Yeah. And Sheffield right now only has determination. It means they have all. no fucking talent. And they're getting found out Week in, week out. And then in the 90-plus
1: minute, Jamie Vardy, Jamie fucking Vardy's.
2: Oh, he Jamie fucking Vardy big time. (laughs) He Jamie fucking Vardy twice in the span of 15 seconds. He he did. He uh, bent his run beautifully (laughs) after, uh, I forgot who gave the ball away um, for for, uh, Sheffield. Uh, But bent his run beautifully, great pass in behind, got behind the defense. You're not catching him from that position. Rifles home
1: curved it right uh, in, I mean perfectly
2: beautiful absolutely beautiful and he was so enthused by what he just did jizzing all over the face of Sheffield United he slides to the corner flag
4: and says fuck your corner flag
2: and broke it in half <laughs> the fucking thing exploded <laughs> did you show Melissa the picture Yeah. yeah.
4: Um, fun fact uh, that was actually a dare by Kitty the chicken <laughs> <laughs> she bet him that he wouldn't do that and so you might have heard him yell for you, Kitty, as he popped through it, but I think the you know the audio didn't pick that up for some reason. Well,
2: probably because the thing exploded. <laughs> it was the explosion of the corner flag that stopped you. Normally,
4: we
1: see yellow card celebrations for removing the shirt or jumping into the stands. I've never
2: seen one for destroying a corner flag. <laughs> Literally, I mean, some people have kicked it off of the the pole it's on. You know what I mean? Because yep. it's a, a stake in the ground, and then the pole sits in yeah. on top of the stake, right in the hole there. Someone. No, uh uh-uh. uh so people have you know kicked it people you know and it's fallen over and oh, come back put it back on no this no. motherfucker mm-hmm. exploded the thing someone needs to take that video and put it in the background
3: Whoa.
1: whoa, whoa. <laughs> and right as he goes into it, everybody was kung fu fighting. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Oh it was brilliant. It was so brilliant. Eric Canton I'll eat your heart out. That's how you fucking karate kick something. Okay. <laughs> Fucking That's brilliant. how you fucking karate kick something.
1: Uh, I, t- I tell you, for, for the loss to Fulham, they needed that. They Leicester, Lester. Yeah, yeah, big time. You know, and that keeps Leicester now. They're, I think, sitting seventh because of uh, Southampton's win today, which jumped uh, them up to fifth. But they're right in the thick of it. They're yeah. right there. I,
2: I would be concerned, though, for, for Sheffield United because besides <laughs> that four minutes immediately after Lester's goal, Lester was on top. No. except for that four minutes. So I would be very worried from Sheffield United. They're constantly chasing. Yeah. They have to figure out a way to get some possession and put some shots on target and see what works because they, they are found out. They are the new Bournemouth, in my opinion, yeah. if you if you understand not the way they play, mm. but being found out, being just – you, your tactics and your ideas have overstayed their welcome. Well, let's compare that to
1: the Bournemouth, former Bournemouth keeper. Aaron Ramsdale, while, quote, a talented keeper, has given up the most goals in the Premier League. Yep. Guess what he was last year? The goalkeeper who gave up the most goals in the Premier League. Guess what he was the season before that? The goalkeeper who gave up the most goals in the Premier so League. really, Aaron Ramsdale just fucking sucks. <laughs> you know, <just laughs> because he makes a bunch of saves does not necessarily always mean they're great, you know, because sometimes the great ones make the saves when you desperately have to make them. That's right. Final game to talk about in this segment, City, very tidy win
2: yeah there really isn't much to talk about here city dominated from start to finish just couldn't finish their moves off that's um, it. it's to know what you're worried about sterling's sterling's penalty was a little soft it was a lot soft but <laughs> yeah. that's
1: the, the times we're living in currently and we'll talk about this a touch more on in the, in the final segment when we talk about the teams that are a little bit closer to the bottom of the table for fulham uh if there's victory and a loss this is victory and a loss. Yeah,
5: they
2: held out for a full 21 minutes uh, between goals Burn- <laughs> and then held out until the end of the game. Burnley lost 5-0 to this team just prior week before. Yep.
1: Um, the West Brom has now capitulated five goals twice this season. They're giving away a ton of goals as well. It, it's When you look at what the relegation battle will be, we keep harping on this. It's games like this is what keeps you up. Yep, it really is. Not letting that go. the goal difference is huge. Um, it, it's like having another point in the bank. So I watched uh, watched the match with the Fitz, the uh, Fulham in the South. Crew. Okay, good. They're yeah, fucking awesome. I love those people. They're just so fantastic. You had a complaint about them. I thought. Um, no, well, no, it's not a complaint. They uh, they showed they were. My complaint <laughs> specifically, was
2: specifically you had a complaint about Jason. I think.
1: Oh yeah, him. Oh, he's a fucking prick. <laughs> Love you, Jason. Um, the 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 thing that I uh, they were starting to talk about little funny things that get done on Twitter with Fulham and stuff like that, and apparently Scott Parker, someone's been taking this English rap group called the Streets and like putting the background music to his pressers. And my complaint to the fits was, is why have you not told me about this sooner? <laughs> I would much rather talk about this on my podcast than talk, talk about, about the actual footy. Team, yeah. <laughs> no, just footy in general. I'd rather talk about this. <laughs> like, So you, I got the little bit for you. Here's, here's. This is after the Manchester City match. I
5: suppose disappointed with the results. You're always disappointed when you lose football matches. Uh, you're right. I think we understood the challenge. I asked this team, I asked my team to leave something leave an impression a little bit it Seems come here and you can come in and you can, you can get swept away by what, which is a, an unbelievable football team in Messi. and sometimes you go through it a little bit without really putting an impression on what you can and understand that it was a tough ask today which we all understood but at the times I wanted us to, to stand up to that challenge that's pretty team. funny <laughs> so the so then, then there's another match. one which I'll have
1: Mel play in a second but the one that they did last season was after they beat Brentford to get the promotion um it, I forget the name of the band who did it, but the name of the song is called "Park Life," right? So for Scott Parker, he's like, "Yeah, you know, finally get to go home and see my family and spend time with them." And in the background, you just hear "Park
5: Life," <laughs> like it's so <laughs> fucking
1: great. That's funny. The the other one is the Lester one from last week. This is fucking brilliant.
5: I like to think so I can. I, can, I, can, I like this one. I can. I can understand where people's where people's. Uh... Thinking is, of course, I can. I, I also think that scarred a little bit. Or, this. Helped a little bit from the last time we was here, and there's certainly a narrative. And at the same time, you Do can you see dance party? Like we was <laughs> early on in the season. I, I, I get it, but um, but listen, I, I believe. If you're gonna dance, too, really
2: you need a mink coat like Andy Brassel was wearing. There's
5: gonna be struggles along the way this year, for sure. There is, for sure, there is. Um. But I also believe in this team and with, with a certain character, with a certain ingredient, we have quality. But I think we all realize we have quality. Realize more than more than anything. In football matches and in, in teams, I don't right? talk about teams that are fighting relegation, I talk about teams that are trying to win leagues that you need you need something extra. Something extra you can't coach That's pretty you good. can't give on a training field.
2: That's pretty yeah, fucking, fucking good. Not good. your <laughs> dancing. Fucking this and, shit
5: fucking and, and, fantastic. Yeah and
2: that's what we need to we need to enjoy that moment really that is pretty good um uh, well yeah. that was the section where we were supposed to talk about Villa Newcastle so <laughs> no no that's I've, I've got that reserved as well we need to
1: give oh, that uh, a <laughs> sentence <laughs> rounding out the rest of the league in oh so that happened Villa Newcastle postponed Everton won Burnley won Palace 5 West Brom won Southampton 2 Brighton won in the most Mike Ashley shit ever the Newcastle training ground has had a full blown outbreak of COVID-19 yeah, uh, weren't they sharing
2: like a paddling pool or something?
1: I think so. I just, something like that. They were looking each other's faces. They were fucking sharing spoons. They were I fucking.
4: Don't.
1: <laughs> Was that fucking
2: sharing spoons or fucking comma sharing spoons? Fucking Which, comma sharing, sharing
4: spoons. spoons. The poor man, sharing Stone. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, she's she's At least she's it's the- not Karen
1: forks. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yes, she's the, she's the Jordy, she's the Jordy sex symbol. <laughs> oh God, I'd hate
2: to see what that even looks like.
1: Sharon Spoons.
2: Uh, so, what I will say about this game, because it probably would not have been entertaining. What I will say is, I didn't know this. Uh, I found out that Kazoo is a used car dealership, and how the insurance has allowed them to sponsor Jack Grealish is beyond me. <laughs> as many times as he's been pulled over for drink driving, uh, so probably think that who's just
4: returning a slipper. <laughs> hey.
2: Well, hey. then I think about it. It's probably a good thing he buys three, four cars a month since he wrecks them all the fucking time. <laughs> right. So, So, Mel, did you have to do a shot of my Lord this week?
4: Um, no, because <laughs> I kept looking for my game and couldn't find it, so... Yeah.
1: And and my Team Drew, which is what we're about to talk about, so I don't have to do a shot of my Lord. You know who did have to do a shot of my Lord? Well, we
4: already did it, so. Mr. Fucking Driver there's, over there, there's so... There's no spoiler yeah. alert. It already happened. Yeah.
2: Well, well um, the... The other thing that's funny is Villa are the only team that have had rest. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they played nine games in the space of everybody else playing 11.
1: Uh, what will be funny, uh, there's a little graph going around, and we'll talk about Everton right after this, Everton, Burnley. The I thought we had a commercial or something. Showing <laughs> showing the, uh, the, the upcoming uh, holiday window. Yeah. Um, average number of days of rest between games. Mm-hmm. Everton, United, City, Newcastle, who all obviously are playing in the League Cup quarterfinals as well,
5: Mm -hmm.
1: are, uh, Tottenham as well, all have only two games. Average of two games breast between each game they have to play.
2: We got, did we, am I still in that competition? I think you're out. I think we got knocked out by Liverpool maybe. Yeah, I think, but that Liverpool got knocked out. No, we beat Liverpool and then lost to them in the league the following Saturday. Yeah, We played them two in a row. Yeah, Yeah, I think we're still in it. Uh, we'll, we'll double check. I, I don't, don't know. F- who cares? <clears throat> We're going
1: to lose anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, But uh, guess who has the largest gap of games with rest? Liverpool. At 4.5. Wow. Four more, to- more, really? more more than double what the uh, top teams. And yet, I guarantee you, we will still hear our fucking Klopp bitch and moan of course. about only having four and a half days rest. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and not even mind that the other people have way less than they do. Hey,
2: I saw a funny picture on Facebook earlier today. Mm-hmm. It made me think of uh, – no, it didn't make me think of you, Mel, but I thought mm-hmm. of you when I saw it. Not It's not about you, but it's just something you'd say. Uh, it was a mugshot of a woman, and it said, Weedhead, comma, Tramp. And then the caption that my friend wrote – I said, it didn't make me think of you. I thought you would appreciate the photo. And then the caption said – What's wrong with this? She sounds like fun. <laughs> she sounds like a good time. Sounds like a great gal. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like someone
1: I would like to get to know better.
2: Uh, you said I mean, big- don't threaten me <laughs> with a good time. <laughs> right? You said Big Gap, and it, for whatever reason, that's what I thought of. Mm-hmm.
1: Heard Big Gap. Yeah. Um. So Everton tie Nick Pope 1-1. One one.
2: Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs>
1: um, Burnley really didn't offer much here, did they? They scored that goal and said, fuck this. In the 30-minute <laughs> mark, we're going to start milking the clock and rolling around on the ground and, <laughs> and switching the throw-ins. Yeah, and that <laughs> was terrible. Oh, like, seriously, at the 30-minute mark, they were already wasting the clock.
2: <laughs> I forgot about that, and I need to revisit something. Uh-huh. Hector Bellerin this season is like seven foul throws. <laughs> yeah, he does. He had does. another one this past weekend. <clears throat> Uh, against Spurs yesterday which was
1: funny and and they didn't call the one on Lacazette where his foot was like up by his back when he threw the ball yeah, yeah. as
2: a fucking anno- you're a professional goddamn footballer the two things you should be expected to do be able to use both feet and throw the fucking ball appropriately right, right right jesus Christ. this is
1: not soccer dome and Jessup where they do not call throw-ins until i until i yeah. on the sidelines go garfield are you going to call at least one illegal throw very next throwin, he calls it. Goes, I've called it, and then that's <laughs> it. Uh, Fucking hell,
2: it, it's atrocious.
1: Pope Pope had some dandies. Oh. Yeah, he had some good saves. Who he he, had he did have saves. some good saves.
2: It, it, what's positive for you guys is, excuse me, the way in which you control the game. However, that being said, gotta score. You have to take your chances. Hey, g- g- and now Nick Pope stood on his head. You know he he <coughs> he was immense in this game and the reason that Burnley stole a point and I do believe they stole a point because you all deserved all three how how does Gilfie not score in the 90th minute that
1: like there people are trying to say the ball got caught underneath his feet it was right on his foot it, perfect for him to shoot he just kicked it at Pope as opposed to fucking putting I don't know the slightest lift to it at all like this slightest lift that's in the back of the fucking net right yeah you know, that was and again it's just the ongoing saga for me that is fucking Gilfie like I just see him on the pitch and he drives me fucking insane. Just drives me but fucking But then other bad
2: times shit. he plays well. It's really weird. So when we were there, yeah. He was completely anonymous. Yeah. Didn't know what position he was playing. We couldn't tell and it right. looked like he didn't know. Right. Um did not affect the game whatsoever. And but then he turns out, what was a couple of weeks ago, scored a goal, created, uh, uh, had an assist created a bunch of chances and, and yeah. looked like a world-beater again. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with him. He blows very hot and very, very cold. Yeah. And this was one of those times he was on the cold end. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, For somebody that was so good with Tottenham, with Swansea, and then started off with you guys in a blaze of glory... Mm-hmm. Is now, I mean, he's the football equivalent of having dementia.
1: I, so, half the time,
2: he doesn't know what the fuck he's meant to be doing.
1: I don't think there's any system that Carlo runs where this player where he fits, fits yeah. at all. You're absolutely and, right. Um, You're 100% right. The sooner we can offload him, the better. Um, it, it, I mentioned it briefly last week, but there needs to be backs, backups because, like, okay, Bernard is, uh, I like Bernard. I, I like the guy, I like the player. He's not the size physical enough to handle the Premier League, you know, and it's it him. happens
2: when you do smack all the time.
1: It's him <laughs> and guys like Gilfie that are your guys off the bench. It's got to be better. Yeah, it's got to be better. Um, another sneaky good week out of a will for no good reason whatsoever. Apparently he's a wingback and we never knew it.
2: Well, so his defending isn't <laughs> great. But he works hard,
4: yep. and he
2: makes uh, and he, he is rather pacey. So he does make up for some of his mistakes by being able to recover. Oh, shocker! Delf was on the field and Delph got hurt. Oh, but yeah,
1: <laughs> when does that not? The, I mean, the, the, the that always complete. happens. Yeah, the week's not
2: complete without a Fabian Delf injury. Yeah. Um. The, but but Awobe has the tools to play that position. Um. He needs to learn the defensive end a bit more, but he's yeah. always worked hard. No one has ever questioned his work rate at all and you have to have an engine on you to play that position and he's doing very well uh, by my estimate and and he'll only get better um, as he learns to defend a bit more Uh, I I think it could be a a nice resurgence for him to be honest (laughs) and fix your problems at that position. Joe, Well I mean as soon as we get Coleman and back, but... Well, but that they, Coleman's what, 34, 33, 34? Right, right like, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, what? You true. get two, three games in a row out of him, and then he's exhausted. Right. Precisely. And, and, which is fine. It, no knock on him. It's just he's at that stage of his career. Right. So there's going to have to be some sort of changeover, and John Joe Kenny isn't the answer. No. We've already seen that a few times. Kenny's not even making the bench. I mean, I think you should get Sidibe back. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I'd rather just play with ten men. <laughs> no. Um... Uh,
1: could... <laughs> Could, that's so funny. could Nick Pope be what keeps Burnley up? Yeah, absolutely
2: he could. He's I, that I good. Really,
1: he, he really is that good. Yeah, it's, he, He's a really special talent. He's, he's very good. And he rarely very, makes very mistakes. Good. He's good off the line. I, I think
2: Burnley's going to do well to keep him next summer, <clears throat> to be honest. There's enough teams that are fucking around with goalkeepers, that, and Nick Pope's probably the only one that's going to be available in my opinion i'd take him immediately yeah I, my I, team I'd, I'd bench
1: fucking pickford and uh, uh, hey gareth southgate i'd bench pickford and put in nick pope as your fucking england number one right
2: now well there's the thing is he's not playing for a very fashionable club no. right um and sure he's seeing a lot of work i mean i could see the the kind of the, the the england manager thinking about him like they used to about ben foster right playing for kind of an you know he, he sees more shots than anybody else does very well with it, but he plays for an unfashionable club and the team's not very good. Right. And he's the only reason that they're, there are where they are. I, but it's the one position on the field where
1: being sexy shouldn't fucking matter. No, need, no, no, no. You need right. a guy, you need a, you need a workman who gets it fucking done, who as my coach, my, my coach I had for my junior year in, uh, in, at, at, in high school, looks me in the face after I'm doing all these diving around, trying to look pretty saves grabs me by my fucking shirt, pulls me right up to his fucking base, and he just goes, stop looking cute, make the fucking save. And that changed everything for the way I played keeper. And it just... Make the fucking save. And
2: guess what Pope does? No, he makes the... Makes the fucking save. And he right. does it over and over and over again. We and, say that the mark of a top goalkeeper is, yes, making saves, is catching, is being confident, blah, blah, blah. The differences between elite goalkeepers and good goalkeepers is elite goalkeepers stay switched on, right? Yeah. They don't have a lot to do. So, Ederson, <laughs> City has, what, 65% possession on average or so. Mm-hmm. Ederson doesn't have a lot to do. But yeah. when he is called upon, he he's ready for save. it. Yeah. Right. What I worry about Nick Pope is if he were to make a move to a better team, which I think he should, he deserves to be playing in Europe. He does. Um He should be. And, and in that, I think you'll see him start to replace Pickford. Mm-hmm. What I worry about is can he stay switched on? Yeah, because Burnley are a very organized but defensive unit. They well, you attract don't you don't pressure, know till you see, but they attract pressure, right? No, absolutely, right. you're you're 100. But somebody's gonna come in for him. You got to think there's 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 teams better than Burnley that have a shittier goalkeeper.
1: Oh God, yeah, and mine, my, my my team,
2: yeah my team definitely we saw by this result that you're not better than Burnley you're bang average just like they are (laughs) Um, (laughs) we're on the top half of the table where are you Sam hey a marathon, not a sprint. Oh, okay, okay. Fuck. Um That's all I got. I have no defense. He, he, no. Literally. I, he, no.
1: No, you don't. Literally have no defense. Don't have much offense either there, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> can't even throw the fucking ball in right. <laughs> no, you can't. Fuck's sake. You can't even stay on the pitch. You need <laughs> to be taken off to go no. see your mommy for your whoopee,
4: okay, because I, you wow. hurt your weggie. I can't. I You Trying to get personal. Yeah,
2: I don't even wait for it. I just fucking walk off.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I Oh, the
2: game's happening? I'm going to just <laughs> hobble over this way. Fuck it.
1: So uh, West Brom scores the opening two goals. Unfortunately, one of them was on their own net. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, seemed like a pretty lively game. And then Pereira
2: did what we like to call a sawn. <laughs> so Harry Maguire did it. was not sent off. Right. Sawn did it. was sent off. Right. It is a send-offable offense. I think, personally. Pro-Manchester United. Uh, um, agenda? Agenda. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Big yeah, yeah. time. Uh, oh, yeah. from, from the referees. No, impossible. <laughs> they, they don't favor Man U at all. So, someone someone the... put
1: up on Twitter, uh, one of the West Brom fans was like, how is this a red card with Pereira and this not a red card with Maguire? Um, that's once again, big clubs being favored. Mm-hmm. I immediately tweeted the reply of Son doing it to Chelsea and went, that's two big clubs right there. Uh, it's a man, not a big club. It's a Man U thing. <laughs> they top of the table, and they just kick the shit out of you. They'll choke. <laughs> don't worry about it. So, <clears throat> but, you know, that, yeah, it's a red card. You, you don't, it, it's just like the headbutt thing. It doesn't matter how so, soft you tap. If you put your head to somebody and you forcibly move your head forward, it's a fucking red card. If you take your feet and kick upward at another player, it's a red card. Automatic. It's not even, it, it's not
2: up for debate. There there can be an argument made that maybe he was trying to protect himself thinking the player was going to fall on top of him. Right. Except it didn't. Right. Well, and at and that you point. You
1: would think then the legs would be going backwards to no, stop no, no, no. themselves from falling.
2: Well, he was trying, yeah, no, right. He was trying to hold that player <laughs> up from falling mm-hmm. on top of him. But as soon as that player does not go down, you're in fucking trouble, mate. Yeah. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. Um, it, and, it's a definite red for me. Straightforward. There's nothing you can do about it. And then Palace just took advantage of the situation. Uh-huh. And here's for West Brom. And you can see they don't. The West Brom don't held f- out well.
1: But as soon as they. For could, a bit. Yeah. And then but they as just, soon
2: as they. As soon as Palace took the lead, they fell apart. They could, They quit. Palace, uh, 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 West Brom gave up. Yeah, you got to pack it in. You got to
1: play tough. You got to make this a three-to-one loss. Mel, you could, can't let this be a five-to-one loss. That could have been a six or seven-to-one loss.
2: Correct. Could you do me a favor and yeah. look up if Slavin <laughs> Bilic still has a job, the West Brom manager?
4: I mean, you're going to have to spell that, but West Brom manager will get me there.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's, he's still got the job for now.
2: I don't think it's going to last for much longer. No, it won't. Because... Now, and I'll show you this quickly uh, because I have it relatively close to my fingertips, is uh, when you go back and look at their cards, mm-hmm. which I always like to do when a team gets drubbed, right? Now, how do I... Find- Fuck. They have the red
1: card against us. Yes, Mel.
4: So as of Monday at 7 p.m., he is still has the job. But okay. the betting bet fair site has the headline next manager leave odds on Billick.
2: Yeah. So after 58 minutes, so it was just before the second goal. I'm sorry. Just before the third goal yeah. for palace. Yeah. Connor Gallagher got a yellow <laughs> after uh crystal palace started the, those last three goals, yeah. right. Um, there's not a single fucking card for yeah. West Brom.
1: It, this was the exact and same thing you said about West Brom when they faced Everton. It was like, don't roll over. And put somebody on the
2: fucking ground. Yeah, do something. If they're gonna fucking score, if, if they're something. gonna
1: score, make them hurt. Yeah,
2: I, them all hurt. I, you remember the 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 meme with the stick figures, and it, one stick figure has a stick mm-hmm. in his hand and he's like poking the others. Like, come on, move, do <laughs> right. something. Right. That's Slaven Bilic and his team. Yeah, <laughs> move, come on. Do something.
1: Uh, it's, it's like, What
2: in the fuck? How can you look at yourself in the mirror, right? It's the, equi- it's the playing equivalent of Thomas Partey walking off the fucking field. Yeah. yeah. He eats it's, it's concerning. Re- it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. You just roll over and die? You, you have to show something about yourself. How many times have I gotten a second yellow in the years we've played together? How many times have I gotten a second yellow when it was like nine to four indoor? because fuck that shit yeah you'll go ahead and take your (laughs) Sunday off yeah fuck that somebody's gonna pay for this (laughs) yeah okay yeah i'm not going to roll over and die and if you want to beat me that badly (laughs) you're gonna have a scar to prove it yeah okay if if later in the game if if a team i would do one
1: of two things you've seen me do both where um a team is beating us pretty handedly and they're coming at us with like maybe a minute left and it's like a two on me fucking fast break you've seen me do one of two things either one just slide through and kick them and make sure that they hit the fucking deck or two step out of the goal and just go do you really fucking want it that bad go right the fuck ahead asshole right and not even give them the satisfaction of that yeah great they score but then they don't beat me it's cause just, just walk out of the way and go fuck you
2: it's just it, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous to me that you get paid this much money to give up yeah to just give up and then
1: they play games where they're where they're so hustle and they work so hard. It just it's ridiculous.
2: I think Slavin Bilic has lost the dressing room. Yeah, I I, th- I, I they, would they, tend to they agree. They as aren't well. playing for the shirt. They aren't playing for him. They aren't fit to wear the shirt. In my opinion, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Maybe maybe he's meant to be a championship manager. That's maybe where he's meant to be. Could be him and Neil Warnock. You hear his comments. No, I did not. What did- Quite funny. They were at Stoke, and they had some temporary changing room facilities. So we couldn't even social distance <clears throat> because they were so small. Right. Uh, so it was dirty. There's water all over the floor. <laughs> and there was an engine outside running, pumping fumes in. <laughs> so I'm not sure what five-star accommodations he's normally used to, but apparently old Warnock was not happy. <laughs> the good old Warlock.
0: <laughs> good
1: fucking good old Warlock. Fucking funny. Uh, So finishing out the games was the final game today.
2: Brighton, yet again, give away a fucking lead and find a way to fucking lose. Yeah. I was nervous that I needed Southampton to score a second goal to complete my bet. Yeah. But I was nervous that if they scored that second goal, it might take me down in my fantasy. (coughs) But as of now... I won my bet and uh, I won my fantasy game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking yeah. right! You'll 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 get a
1: chance to talk about my my fantasy game as well. But uh, that first goal helped me a lot. <laughs> <I> <laughs> helped bet it did. me a whole lot. <laughs> I bet it. Oh nope, I lost. <laughs> ha ha. Well, you'll talk about that in the next segment, anyways. Good to see Ings back on the pitch for for Southampton. He got subbed in at halftime, so and had a good run and looked good. Um, didn't seem to be pulling up at all. So he's going to be monster for them if they want to continue to have success. Yeah, he definitely will be. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> and, and Brighton, I fear for because we have to go past performance dictates future behavior. And for the last two seasons, when it becomes January, Brighton doesn't know how to win unless they're playing Arsenal. Correct. It's time to tell you what little we know it is prediction time. I know a lot. Um, Three-way parlay, no worries. In upside-down world, (laughs) everyone hit and I missed. (laughs) It's not upside-down world. That's called fucking Monday night. Uh, It's called your second bet you've hit this entire season. So you hit for plus 374. That now puts you down...
2: 169, which is much better than the 543 you were. Uh, I hope, maybe I'd, I'd rethink my bet and just do something that's worth exactly 100. So just I could be on 69. 69.
3: Oh yeah. I draw a
2: heart around it. You fucking douchebag. What's the speed limit of sex? 68, because it's 69 you gotta turn around.
4: <laughs>
2: oh, He's so proud of himself, isn't Woo. he? Go,
1: go, go ahead, what you got this week? Oh, right. So,
2: I have a three-way parlay again because I'm a fucking boss. Okay, oh,
1: oh, okay. <laughs> uh,
2: Liverpool to win against Fulham with Mane to score. Okay, okay is the first two parts of that, and then Leicester to beat Brighton is the third piece. That is plus three sixty-five, which I think are decent fucking odds. Very good. I've I've got a little,
1: my actions got a little bit of that uh, Brighton Lester uh, stank on it, if <laughs> you would. Well, time to uh, check in from uh, apparently, I guess, uh, betting on youth gymnastics is uh, <laughs> not a weekly thing for our boy, but let's go ahead and bring in Pat. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Patty, how you doing, brother? You know. So uh, you hit this weekend, didn't you, Killer? Yeah, two for two. Feels good. Nice, nice. So we're recording right now. How how's the old football team doing against uh, the Steelers?
0: Uh, they just got a uh, holding penalty for them when they were going for it at fourth and goal. It is fourteen to three Steelers.
2: Okay, I will, I will quickly say that the Steelers are the worst undefeated team in football ever. Oh yeah, they beat they beaten all the shitty
1: teams barely.
2: Yeah. They're oh, worthless. Yeah. I
0: okay. mean, if they did happen to go under, well, their schedule, uh, the second half is a whole lot harder than our first half. But, oh, there it is. Touchdown.
1: All right. Good deal. So uh, so 11-9 then. Yay. Like that. <laughs> Come on, old football team. So uh, what do you got for us this week, uh, Patty?
0: All right. Well, now that I'm a little closer to even, after hitting on both of my bets last week, I'll uh, take a crack at a two-way parlay on the game of the weekend. Uh, Saturday you got Man U hosting Manchester City. United has been on a little hot streak since losing to Arsenal at the beginning of November. But I see that streak coming to an end against City this Saturday. I'll parlay City at minus half a goal at minus 136 and the over at two and a half goals at minus 113. I can see three was, goals in
2: this. Definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, City has been scoring the uh, past couple of games at least. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and a uh, hundred dollar bet that that'll uh, win me two twenty seven. So oh. you know, hopefully, just uh, I mean, even if I lose, you know, well, what's being down seven hundred, I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely.
1: <laughs> well, you guys just gotta keep picking away. I mean, you, I, look, yeah.
0: under understand,
1: you can't be a betting genius like myself, like Sam, and be, like and Sam up. Graham. You oh, can't yeah. be a betting genius like me. It's the second fucking bet you've hit this whole season, uh, and I'm only awesome.
2: down hundred and. Cha- well, excuse me, I know exactly how much I'm down 169
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, any, I don't have it in front of me right now But I, uh, I did look at Liverpool Because I, you know, I had been kind of betting Liverpool all year And you know, maybe 50-50 uh, As far as my betting with them But they're like minus a goal and a half At like minus 145 or something I can't mm. remember who they're I mean, You would know who they're playing uh,
1: uh, Got it right here um, they're playing Fulham. They're definitely going to win that. Uh, the only yeah, yeah, Fulham will play them a little tough, which is you know. So I don't imagine that it'll be you know anything more than three than three goals, but they'll definitely
0: beat them. I think so. Yeah, cool. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to beat them, but uh, it's too big of odds to, to touch them this week.
1: All right. Cool. So you got any second half action on uh, on the football team and the Steelers?
0: No, I I mean because I I don't I don't like betting against my heart because you know of course. The smart play is Steelers, so you know. But then, me knowing me, I always root for my money even more than my heart. So I just want to root for the Skins and have no action on the game whatsoever. Uh, got it. So,
1: <laughs> so that's code for you got a bunch of money on college basketball tonight.
0: No, no, I haven't even. It you know, college is. I, I kind of gave up about a month ago with college because they're just the uh, you have no idea who's uh, gone down with corona.
5: That's and, it. Like, kids are idiots. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, exactly and the details come out like 30 minutes maybe if you're lucky before the game and if you took a bet an hour before you're like well shit four of the starters are out and i didn't even know you know it's like it's very difficult that's betting where you need a mole
4: inside the campus right?
0: well no what you need to do is follow like the small-time reporters for the colleges on twitter and then you get all the details but you think i got a time to freaking follow 120 small-time reporters and I got the time.
1: You know, you just gotta stick to youth gymnastics, like apparently you now have a big thing for, right? You know?
0: Yeah. That's well.
1: a, that's quite scary and I'd walk away from this as fast as possible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well Pat Pat, enjoy
1: enjoy the rest of the uh enjoy the rest of the, the Monday night football, okay?
0: All right, guys. Have a good one. I'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Next week, brother. Bye. See you man. See you.
1: All right. Well, um, Liverpool won, but Jota didn't score because he's a fucking Bama. So as I he's put, a Bama. In, as I put it in <laughs> as the a reference losers, for the kids, put it into <laughs> the couple <laughs> losers. A Bama, fuck off, Liverpool and Jota. So feed the couple losers, and he will be happy. <clears throat> You're too late. I've already fed the couple losers. You can't take a picture, Melissa. Sorry. um it's going back to our island game, actually.
4: Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't have any bits coming up, do I?
1: <laughs> but but unlike you, yeah, you do have a bit coming up, woman. Unlike <laughs> you, Sam, I'm still up. I'm up 135 dollars, which you that's are not up. Not
2: $135. You know what?
1: It? You haven't been up at all this entire season. I was
2: up bullshit.
4: bullshit.
1: Oh, the first. Oh, that's right. The first game of the Thank season. Thank you row. very much.
4: He started up, but then it went down.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, I'm up. I'm, I'm currently a, man of a certain age. I'm currently up 135. <laughs>
3: Big Sam's Lock of the Week.
1: And I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Sam. <laughs> Just dropped almost shit. 33.333333333% of the time, it works. So exactly one third. 100% of the time. Oh yeah, baby. I'm going to take that, uh, that Lester and uh, Brighton action as well. I'm going to parlay it simply because... You, the, the win you, you, I think it's like minus one forty for foxes to beat uh, to beat Brighton. So I'm not that confident in uh, in uh, in Leicester. But I am also to pad up the numbers a little bit. I'm taking Leicester to win with Jamie Vardy to score, and that will actually net me one eighty. I almost took Jamie Vardy to score first because the action on that was four eighty. Almost did it, but I decided to go with just him to score because I could totally see Brighton scoring an early goal because it's what Brighton does a ton. Yeah, you're right. No, um, all right, good for you. So that was a pretty good segment. You know, it'd be better if I won. To be honest, no, it wasn't. Uh,
4: yeah, <laughs> it was fine. What? It was okay. It's
1: mediocre best. I, mean, Pat,
4: I can, I can was... hear people clicking off the podcast right now.
2: <laughs> Pat, uh, Pat was good. Sam sucked, but
4: you know, hey, how about
2: how about you do better? I had there was. I thought of something and I completely <laughs> went out of my mind. Well, good, because that's, you know what we do? We give you, kitty, the chicken. <laughs>
4: Well, Kitty hit this week and is inching towards Mount 500 at 5 over 6. So this week, I gave her Palace, host- hosting Tottenham First. Now, Kitty pulled up her Amazon Prime account. Kitty got a Prime account? Yeah, we used her password. Oh, no shit. And showed me the episode of All or Nothing... Where Daniel Levy and Jose Mourinho made the deal to move Christian Erickson to inner Milan. Now, if you look closely, it's in the corner of the kitty is in the corner of the workstation, crunching the numbers to get the deal done.
1: I remember seeing that her little yeah. beak poking on the adding machine.
4: Yeah, you need to go back and uh, and the rent it and machine. look. Yeah, Keep you can get here in the corner. Seriously, go and look, and she's in the back corner, just poking away. So if there's good, one thing, adding
2: machine that really dates yourself. <laughs> He's
4: Keep playing backwards in time, Bama, and the adding machine, <laughs> and next thing you know, we're well, just me having uh, the
2: spokes <laughs> on the advocate.
1: Hey, shut up, jackaloon. <laughs> Kitty gets deals done. <laughs> yeah. Kitty also
2: pecks stone tablets she can walk down with Moses. <laughs> I mean, duh. I mean,
1: Kitty is
5: timeless.
2: <laughs>
1: Kitty, is, Kitty is
0: forever. <laughs>
4: Kitty. So, clearly, Kitty is, uh, choosing the spurs here.
2: Nice. I can't <laughs> wait for the next season of All of Nothing when it's, yet again, nothing.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, everyone, please always remember to gamble legally and responsibly.
2: Okay. Uh, I am completing this week under protest. Okay, go ahead. Automatic substitution. Because Billy Sharp for Chris didn't play. Or didn't play, mm-hmm. So he got 11 points from the bench for somebody. And I ended up losing by fucking eight. Uh-huh. I was beating him
1: by three. It's in the rules. I looked at that very closely because I had something that could have happened for me that did not happen for me. It's bullshit. If a player doesn't play and you have a player
2: on the bench who does play, that player gets subbed in. Fuck that. I don't like it. <laughs> playing all right. this all under protest. Okay. Chris beat me thirty-five to twenty seven. Uh-huh. Uh Alberto took Taylor out. <coughs> Easy stuff. Uh Taylor is the Fulham of our of our league here. Heard Fulham. <laughs> uh dark 43- life. <laughs> <laughs> Forty three to twenty one. Uh Rob narrowly losing out to Kenny, twenty eight, twenty-seven. Uh big Sam, you did win and beat Alan Brody. At thirty five to twenty nine. And
4: Brody's on
1: a losing streak. And and I'd like to say I did that with the player of the week,
2: Wilfred Zaha,
1: on the fucking bench, because my ass overthought my fucking team nice. and pulled him
4: off. Dude, I had to listen to him bitch about that all weekend long. And what?
1: I had I had D and Ghana start, and then he was the substitute for the red card in this, so he only had one point. If D and Ghana hadn't started, they would have swapped in Wilf.
4: Come to Damn. think of it, I don't know what he bitched about more. Wilfred Zaha or the TV he broke?
2: <laughs> uh, you can find out more about that TV if you subscribe to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash DU football show, where you get sound check and then our preview show of the upcoming weekend.
4: And you know what? That's why, despite our best efforts, you are irreplaceable. Thank you very much. <laughs>
2: Thank you very much. Right. That TV is a, in a state. <laughs> as well. yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it is. Um, yeah, that's
4: a story. Again, you're gonna have to pay for that one.
1: Geckle, the new mop. Cheat. TV TV shouldn't fucking talk back to me. That's all I got to say.
2: <laughs> yeah, pimpin.
1: Maybe get a little less, <laughs> m- maybe a little less mouthy, a little more
2: TV. Okay. Yeah. Also, Sam's gonna need to replace that TV, so please sign up to the Patreon <laughs> 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 because he decided to take two hundred fifty dollars, just literally light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, anyway, uh, David uh, gecko is becoming the new mop as Elliot wiped the floor with him, thirty six mm-hmm. to seventeen. <laughs> um, Kenny beat up on <laughs> Lindsay in a rather ugly domestic violence situation 50 to 36 wow uh smokey 29 to 21 over ray um and then jesus the big winner of the weekend 56 points jb mcconville beating out russ who mm. is the sheffield united of the podcast <laughs> yes um so that leaves us quickly i'll give you the top 5 uh allen still on top at 90 and 2 smokey at 90 and 2 tied only in second place by 9 points do you know what those two both have in common What?
1: They both lost to me, motherfucker!
2: (laughs) There you go. Uh, Ray, up to third. Wow. Elliot in fourth. And (coughs) uh, Villa Girl, Miss Lindsay, Your Highness, is down to fifth place. Uh, Yeah, fuck, I'll go through the rest of them. Big Sam in sixth. JB up to seventh. Alberto in eighth. I stayed in ninth. Kenny up to tenth. Uh, I'm sorry, no, Keith is up to tenth. Um, Taylor down to 11th. Rob down to 12th. Kenny up to thirteenth. I'm sorry. Chris up to fourteenth. Russell down to fifteenth. And Geckle still sucks at uh two oh and nine rounding out. Fantasy the golf league. in your future,
1: killer. Fantasy golf in your future.
2: Yeah. It's gonna be a joy. All right. Well that's gonna wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any parting words? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh we missed last week, uh happened. I believe, on Monday, and we just missed the news. It, it did. We talked um, about it on Injury Time. but Yeah, we, Papa Booba Diop uh, yep. passed away. Fulham, Pompey, and West Ham legend. Uh, one of my favorite players from back in the day because I loved his name, honestly. It was my first foray into the Premier League, and he was, at the time, playing with Pompey, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and then subsequently Fulham. I don't remember him playing for West Ham necessarily, no. I don't think. So when uh,
1: West Ham did their minute of uh celebration for Diego where everybody was applauding for Diego, yeah. they would do like ten seconds of Diego and then it would cut off and do three seconds for him and then yeah. ten it was very it was very touching to see. It was very, very well done. Very well um, done.
2: But excellent good pro. Uh scored a bunch of goals. He was around uh midfielder. Um fantastic player. Uh forty two years old. A, a bit of a tragedy to be honest. Uh the biggest the biggest goal he scored was for country. Yep. Um in in what was
1: really kind of at least for my recollection of the modern uh football game is kind of the first real upset when Senegal defeated the defending World Cup champions um France 1-0 off of his goal. Yep. And and that also started the trend of whoever won the World Cup did not advance out of the group stage. The next World Cup, absolutely, and that has been the case since. Like everybody thought, this last this last World Cup, Germany was going to advance. Germany, was, guess what? Germany didn't do fucking advance. Yep, arguably the best, one of the best teams in the world, didn't advance. Like yes, every and single time, very Spain, unspectacular fashion. as when, Well, when Spain uh, had the remember that's when Holland, the very first game, beat them four to one. I yep. mean, just massacred them. That was the one where. Um, your old striker went to man you why am i robin van name? percy he did the um the the diving header that went over top of um oh yeah De Gea. That was like, fucking brilliant. The, like flying like superman <laughs> that so, was brilliant yeah so yep and it's uh it, it's a shame and so young
2: 42 i know two it's two it, it really is a, it really is a shame and for for all the shit we talk about jack Grealish's calves uh-huh this dude had the thighs yep it was he was a, a powerful smart just a, a lovely footballer to watch. He had a, he had a decent tackle in him. Uh, he had goals about his game. He was he was excellent. And uh, and and to lose him at forty two is is a bit of a tragedy. And now, unfortunately, we have to talk about what you say you always hate having to talk about, but you are going
1: to talk about it every fucking time.
2: Well, if I don't talk about it, they win. Yeah, uh, but they're trying to detract. They're trying to distract. They're our, trying to take our away from newest from bunch of fucking cunts. Fucking cunts. Well. Newest is a strong term. Oh, we've known they've always been cunts. <laughs> because it constantly comes back to them. Yes. Millwall fans. Fucking Millwall. Booed their players for taking the knee. Mm-hmm. The Black Lives Matter knee. Players trying to further a conversation about the mistreatment and systemic problems that we have in our, in our in our world society as a whole, but... Obviously started here in the U.S. Really with with George Floyd and uh, uh, amongst <laughs> others, um, and should have, you know, obviously started before that. Right. As soon as first football game they've been allowed to be at for fucking nine months, booed loudly. Uh huh. It wasn't just, it happened at West Ham as well, but it was yeah. only a few. Didn't really even hear it on television.
4: I mean, to have the privilege to be in that stadium and be the first fans. And this is pandemic, how you fucking act. And that's what you're going to do. This is how you act. That is act. a special breed of cunt right there.
2: Absolutely. I mean, what are you, are you throwing glasses at the wall at home when you watch your team on pay per view? Yeah. Because they're kneeling? Go fuck yourself. This, the, I wish I didn't have to talk about it. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm deeply privileged to be tired of talking about it. But I will not rest. I will not stop. I will not give it up until this is no longer a fucking problem. Because if I do, they win. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And go fuck yourselves, you bunch of cunts. The same thing I'll say to the people on social (coughs) media that decide when a club changes their, my club in particular, change their crest. Uh, to their profile picture, to a, uh, the crest with the LGBTQ uh, plus flag behind it, mm-hmm. the rainbow flag, um, in support of the Rainbow uh, Rainbow Laces campaign. Right. All of the captain's armbands, you may have noticed this weekend, were rainbow. By the way, that's voted upon by the Players by Union. By the Players Union, yeah. So
1: the, pl- the, the players on the pitch want to do this. Now, I'm sure there's some who don't, but this is something they vote on. This is something they
2: all agree to do. Yeah, and um, the amount (coughs) of Christian and Muslim in particular, cuntbags, that decided to take judgment away from the Almighty, which both of their faiths say that they don't have and their Almighty does, Mm -hmm. um, they decided to take judgment into their own hands and withdraw their encouragement from Arsenal because of uh, supporting uh, the old gays there. Go fuck yourselves. Do do it for the real reason, because Arsenal fucking sucks. Go fuck yourselves. One particular comment that I I found rather poignant and makes sense. I just don't want it shoved in my face all the time. Why are you trying to shove this down our throats? Did this post make you suck dick? (laughs) Because if it did, you might just be gay. Right. And they're trying to support you. Right. fucking
1: hell and then the Millwall supporters group puts out a message of we did it because we
2: want to actually end racism in the streets well oh, fuck so, off well here's the thing and and there's evidence of this right uh les ferdinand qpr doesn't take the knee mm-hmm. they have also hired and promoted multiple black people within their organization they have many reach out programs in their neighborhood and in their town uh uh th- section of London, not town, in their their area uh, over there in Kensington. They do multiple (laughs) things that show that the club isn't racist and that the club is actually making change and doing things the right way. Right? So he said, we're not taking the knee. For me, it's an empty gesture. We're going to actually show you what the fuck we're going to do, and we're going to do it. Mm. Millwall doesn't do anything. No. Millwall, as a club, has attempted to distance themselves from these types of people for a number of years, from the hooligans, from this, that, the other. And time and time again, we come back and we have this discussion, and it has to do sometimes <laughs> Chelsea, yep. sometimes you know a fan base here or there with, with other people. This is fucking Millwall fans. Every time. that Oh, these aren't the real supporters. These aren't this, that, the other. Yes, it is. You're a bunch of cunts. Every last fucking one of you. Uh, Every weird. last fucking one of you. And as racist as you're being and as broad of a brush as you paint everybody else with, I'm going to do the same fucking thing to you, cunts. Every last one of you is a fucking disgrace. And until you stand up for it and until you change the culture at your club, you're going to be a fucking disgrace. Fuck off. I will never, ever watch, pay for, or subscribe to anything that Millwall do ever. I will not uh, watch the games, which gives them advertising money. I will not do that. I will not do anything that has to do with Millwall Football Club because they are a bunch of cunts from top to fucking bottom. Very good. So what we have learned today, boys and girls, is that
1: uh, West London is a bunch of fucking racists, except for Fulham, who are well, Fulhamish.
2: Yeah. So, Millwall's in central London... Just south okay. of the river. <laughs> All
1: right. That's a, okay. well, but they're care. cunts too. Yeah. What the hell? And I'm, West London
2: Yeah, are cunts. All right. Well, except QPR, who does things right, and Chelsea, kind of <laughs> cuntish. Mm-hmm. Fulham is Fulhamish. Yes, it's they're just, very they're, Fulhamish. They're too polite to be racist. <laughs> 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 and probably only because they would have to curse to be racist. <laughs> they won't do it. <laughs> Heard. Got it. There, All right, Jason.
1: Yep. It's like. <laughs> All right. So uh, that wraps it up, boys and girls. Next up is injury time where we that's preview. Two men- that's two mentions. CEO's owes us five bucks. Heard. That's uh,
2: <laughs> where we preview next week's action. And Sam, how do we go about getting uh, injury time? Once again, you just jump on the old Patreon, www.patreon.com <laughs> backslash DU football show where there are multiple tiers you can sign up to. A dollar, which well, just thanks. We don't give you anything for that. Five bucks where you get most of the extra content. And then the top tier where you get... Everything that we offer, that top tier is nine dollars. Why, Sam? I'll tell you. Because $10 uh-huh. ten's too much. Ten is just way way too, too much, much fucking money.
1: Add that double digit, man. <laughs> People walk the fuck away. <laughs> That's absolutely People right. People want that nine ninety nine bottle of wine. They don't want that fucking ten ninety nine. Maybe we should wine.
2: have a racism jar at the den. <laughs> if you say the n word or act racist in any way, yeah, put a tenner in. Well, if it was only a nine dollar fine, Mel, I'd probably do it. But I see that ten pounds. I'm out. <laughs> Hurt. Yeah. I'm gonna be compassionate, and loving, and tolerant. <laughs> fucking cunts, man. Right. I hate them. Thank you all very much. This has been Sam Graham in uh, in Love and Tolerance Hour.
4: The views of Samuel Graham does reflect those of the Drunkard's United <laughs> Football Show.
2: Yeah, we all, all right. 100% subscribe to being loving, tolerant, and accepting. It's a beautiful fucking thing, and it, it just it, it's insane to me. Without without black players, what would this game be? Without black people, what would this world be? Huh? Yep. Very vanilla. <laughs> yeah. Fucking bland, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. White people, throw some salt in your food, for fuck's sake. <laughs> My God. Alrighty, right, kids. Until All right. next week, everybody. Good night.
3: Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland, to be a fan of fucking you the eye and drink your rye. Sam Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Ray K.A., the fucking Cooter Graham. Stunzel Malort. Looks great in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Go United! Go United! Get the fucking new gun!